0: Well, this is, hi, this is Family Electric Ghost. This is Jen Eagle.
1: Yes, this is me.
0: Okay, great. So I just wanted to give a brief um, overview. I'm Family Electric Ghost. I interview indie artists from around the world. So we're going to be talking to uh, Danish electro pop singer and model, Jen Eagle. So yeah. Um, yeah, I've got your Spotify up. And I'm just going to give a little biography from your Spotify before we talk. Mm-hmm. Danish mm-hmm. Danish electropop singer, Jen Eagle, released her first Danish EP, Fly, uh, Fly V Med Mig, Fly With Me, in May 2017. The well-established rapper in the Danish music industry, Al Agami, is featured on the song Cod Do, See, Mig, Do You See Me. Jen recently visited Hollywood, where she worked in the studio with world-class music engineer and producer cole nystrom she is among others cooperating with dj producer and songwriter freddie moops dan eagle released her single debut single uh, my child in 2014 and is working her way up as an indie artist he also sent us some uh new music um that you have out here and um we'll talk about that in a second uh-huh. uh well i see i see i have the song my child and I don't know if I'm gonna pronounce this right. It's like star her and then yeah. er, er, date, her date curlied. <laughs> if I yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, it's Danish. Danish, yeah, yeah um, so it's
0: harder for me to figure out. But I do have those, so you could actually, you know, correct me if I got those wrong.
1: But it's 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 as close as it, as it can be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it it means stand here, okay. like stand still. Okay. With me, yeah, that's what the song is about. That's cool. But uh, I make uh, songs in English as well.
0: so Yeah, I have your Spotify Mm -hmm. up. And so what I can do, since I'm in the U.S., uh, we can Mm -hmm. um, include your Spotify link to to your whole profile on this podcast uh, when we publish it. So we'll include your whole profile, which will have all your current Spotify songs. And then we can also include the link you gave me with your um, other website.
1: Yeah, that's perfect. Thank you.
0: So we're gonna go through the questions. So I think Mm -hmm. I sent them to you. So hopefully you have them. So question number one was, when did you first get into music and at what age?
1: Yeah, um, I think as every other artist, I, I started singing and writing songs when I was a small child. Uh, I made my first song, uh, where it where it's not just you know <laughs> when I was about twelve years old, um, but uh, but then I moved to a a, a, sm- a bigger city here in Denmark, Copenhagen. Yeah, I'm from the countryside.
2: Okay,
1: I came here to be a musician, but when I came here. Uh, it was the modeling who took over. So uh, that was um, what I've been doing for years. So the music was just on the side, but I was still going to studios and I had my own home recording studio as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so for years, it was, there was most focus on the modeling and, um, and the music was more on the side until... Uh, Four years ago, where I went all in music. Hmm?
0: So, what age did you start modeling? Was around the same age that you were doing?
1: Uh, when I was sixteen.
0: Sixteen, and I kind of mm-hmm. I took over because you were able to be successful at that, so it became
1: the yeah Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but the plan was to just jump right to the music. But uh, yeah, I was thinking it. It's better in that way, you know, being a model first and then a musician
0: the other way around is not easy. Well, yeah, because then you can can gain an audience, you gain confidence, you learn how to have a stage presence, which in music, it's very important to have a stage presence. You learn about stagecraft because you know about makeup, you know about how to present yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of those are skills that some musicians don't have, that and they have to get trained um, to have what you already have. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so that's a good thing
1: but some, somehow I always felt like it was good to have both also for the modeling part I felt sometimes that I actually got booked because I had something else because mm-hmm. many models look the same but when I was there we were playing my music and oh she sings <laughs> oh, okay,
0: <yeah. laughs> so it was
1: yeah. they found it interesting somehow
0: Yeah, but you a so, more interesting story To get more to offer than just just uh, you you know your image. Yeah. So
2: yeah. yeah. So Mm
0: -hmm. when we get into your music, what what as a musician are you primarily a vocalist? You said you have a studio, so do you play instruments, and what instruments do you play?
1: I play piano, um, and I sing. Uh, I also started producing my own music uh, one and a half year ago. Okay. Um. So I record on the piano and i record the drums on the piano as well and the bass and so on okay and i've built build it up from scratch and, and put sounds into it and then i built uh, my own vocal box in my home so it works perfect and uh, some of the songs on spotify i recorded by myself here in the vocal box well, that's mm-hmm. awesome.
0: Because um, yeah. yeah, I'm a musician myself. I'm a synthesizer player, so I'm okay. I'm a keyboardist, and um, yeah, so I'm I'm familiar with using like pianos or some yeah. things that are like pianos. I use like Moogs and Rollins and Prophets. I, I'm an old school kind of analog mm-hmm. synthesizer player. I play analog and digital, but but the, what's great about keyboards is the modern workstations or MIDI keyboards, and you plug them into computers or yeah. you know, Dawes, like I'm going to ask you about Dawes, but since you have a studio, um, mm-hmm. it just allows you to, as one person, produce an entire album, which is what I do. And so I, I have a lot of respect for people who go and sit down and take their vision. And as like a mm-hmm. singer songwriter, you take your vision yeah. and you're able to like do it all yourself. And so it sounds mm-hmm. like that's where you're coming from. And that's very interesting. I, I, I love talking yeah. to musicians that have that kind of capability. Mm -hmm. So when did you realize that you were a musician, but you wanted to write your own music? Because there's a difference. There's some musicians that never write their own music. They play classical music. They play other music. They never write their own. Mm -hmm. So what made you feel that you could write your own?
1: But the thing is, it's not something I chose to do. Like, I want to write my own songs. I just do that. I've always been doing that. Also, when I was a child. Also, when I, I didn't know the English language, I was trying to sound English somehow. <laughs> something like that. So, yeah. Um, so it's just my feelings. I I always had the feeling I it needs to come out somehow. And I don't get that feeling of singing... Some someone's song, either it really it really gets to me. or you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah.
0: You got the music, yeah, like what? It's oh, a it's...
1: completely feeling. And before yeah. before be- before I start uh, really taking the decision of of doing it like full time. Before that, it was more like it was some kind of therapy for me. When I was a model, it can be a it can be uh, lonely to be a model, travel, yeah. travel around. Mm-hmm. So I used uh, my music to let it out. But at that time, I also knew that it was not the time for me to let it out, out to you and to other people. Because nobody wants to hear like, oh, I'm so sad. Everything is,
0: you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, so there's I certain, I certain really genres after... of music that are kind mm-hmm. of... To into that, you know, in grunge and some punk music is kind of focused on, like, goth music can go that way. But, yeah, if you're trying to Mm -hmm. do popular dance music, you probably got to refine your craft. Um, Yeah. But it's interesting because a lot of people I've talked to, I talk to musicians all the time, I've had, like, 30 interviews in the last two years, and um, Mm -hmm. a lot of musicians will say that, you know, it's not that they, you know, wanted to be a musician, like, they were. You know, it just came out. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. a lot of musicians will say, that it just comes out of them whether or not it's going to be a hit they just create music because it's inside of them and they just feel it. yeah and so it yeah. sounds like you're in that category of people that when i talk to them that's why they do it yeah and so it,
1: that's true yeah
0: they, but that's what you see with a lot of musicians it just is this something that's like it comes out of them it just is part of who they are and it, mm-hmm. it's like you know it's a, like breathing i mean it's some musicians they can't stop because they just Mm -hmm. keep on doing it, whether or not they they make any money with it or they do hits with it. They just continually Mm. work on their craft, and they just do it. And, um, yeah, I think that a lot of people – and it's probably a good way to be because then you're not going to get disappointed. You're just doing it because it's part of who you are. And then if people finally get to where you are, then it's cool because, you know, the world gets in sync to what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Find your fans. Yeah. Um, So I will get to a couple other questions. Like, who are your um, influences, like, in terms of musicians? Who did you look up to? Who are your reference points, like, in terms of your
1: music? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. At the moment, I'm very fascinated about Jessie J.
2: Okay. And
1: uh, Lana Del Rey I've been looking up for for years. And also Lady Gaga somehow I like... Her
0: craziness. Mm-hmm. It makes curious. me
1: feel that okay, then I'm not that crazy.
0: Yeah, I can hear it. <laughs> that. Okay, I, I can hear those influences in your music. I can hear Lana Del Rey. I can hear mm-hmm. Lady Gaga. I can yeah. hear. Yeah, I can hear it. So not that. Mm-hmm. You're, yeah, it's just you can hear the reference points.
1: You know, yeah. so
0: so it's cool because then you kind of see where a musician is coming from.
1: And, yeah, um, it, it, it's it's not that much. Of course, the music and so also. Michael Jackson, like the energy, mm-hmm. and also the the Danny, the other Davies artist Mo that I'm really okay. fascinated about, like also her personality. So it's not only the music; it's like attitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah because a lot of like musicians, you know, where I come from, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a synthesizer player. So like Keith Emerson from Emerson, Lake and Palmer, the you know the guys yeah. from, uh, like yes. You oh, know, yeah. Gen- Genesis uh-huh. um, you know those type of people but even somebody like Eddie Van Halen on like Jump if you're a keyboardist you look at what he did with that song and mm-hmm. how a guitar player approaches a synthesizer is actually very interesting if you go back to like Pete Townsend in The Who you know Pete Townsend approached synthesizers he created like Who's Next and Barbara O'Reilly and all those songs in the 70s mm-hmm. and he was mm-hmm. a guitar player but how yes. he approached the synthesizer was different than the way a keyboardist normally does. And so I've been very interested in music when you get somebody who's like a guitar player and then they, they go on a synthesizer. Or you get like a mm-hmm. saxophone player like Coltrane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joel Coltrane tried to mimic like guitars
2: mm-hmm.
0: on his a, on a saxophone. And so mm-hmm. when you have like musicians that kind of cross into other instruments or try to do things that are not normal or not the typical mm-hmm. thing you would do, I've been very interested in that. So, yeah, just in the world yeah. of like synthesizers, it allows you to do a lot of things that you normally wouldn't be able to do. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> if you were never a violin player, you can you can start to arrange string arrangements. You know, you can start yeah. to think like a like a string player. You mm-hmm. can think like a sax player. You can think like a bass player, and then you mm-hmm. approach your keyboard in that way. So, yeah, when you um. When you're using your studio, are you using like digital audio workstations like Pro Tools or, or um, you know, uh, the FL I, Studio? Are you using tools like that or are you using something else?
1: I I use uh, Logic Pro X and okay. then I have this, uh, Duet uh approach, or how, you, how you pronounce it,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and then I have a mid- very simple MIDI keyboard and then my my uh, electronic piano and that's that's actually it and then i sometimes download some um, some sounds
0: or plugins like sound yeah yeah yeah. in then i
1: play with them on the piano or drums play them i like to do it myself so i so i have the all the feeling into also what the song is about i actually made a new version of the my debut single my child
2: yeah
1: um where I, like, was breaking it down. So I took it from the beginning. Yeah, so that was really fun to...
0: So you, so when you did that song, you did all those tracks. You did yourself on your MIDI keyboard with all your equipment.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's cool. So like, when you start a song, do you start with like the drum part or do you start with like the keyboard?
1: Um. Actually, the idea when it comes to me, not that. The one that I already made, my child, but the the, the, the melody actually comes first in my mind. Okay. The, the singing part. And then oh. I somehow already hear the, the finished song in my head.
0: Oh, cool. So you guys, that's, that's and awesome. And then
1: I try to, to, to get back to it. <laughs> yeah. 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 So mostly I start with the piano
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then I put drums afterwards.
0: But you're saying you actually kind of picture in your head the whole song from, from, yeah. a, from a vocal? Yeah, I can already from hear it.
1: Sometimes it ends up different, but I'll already have all the song in my head before I even start.
0: So does that mean, do you do you take like your lyrics? Do you sometimes have your lyrics before you even sing a melody? Do you have like ideas that you write down in a notebook? and then, Or do you just like you have that melody and then you write it down?
1: I always have the melody first and then I just sing whatever comes to me like what lyrics is on my mind and then after I go and look through my material with, with my lyrics that are somehow when you're somewhere, when you cannot sing out loud or yeah. just have some something you want to write down, I can take that and maybe bring it into the melody after. If, if what I'm thinking about it's not what people want to hear <laughs>
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: you know you, you know what i mean
0: yeah well a lot of times mm-hmm. like I, I was a I originally was a poet and i actually published some poetry mm-hmm. 20 years ago and kind of show my age but then i decided you know i didn't know if i could sing so it took me a long time to decide if i could sing but i had all this poetry and so i would mm-hmm. eventually started taking all my published poetry and then working it into lyrics and poetry mm-hmm. doesn't always lend itself to songs you know you can use parts of poems and you have to restructure them. So I end up having all this like po- all these poems that I would end up restructuring.
2: Mm-hmm. but
0: because I'm a keyboard player I usually would start with like the chord arrangements um, mm-hmm. to start my songs off but sometimes I actually had poems that I would try to back you know figure out melodies that would go with the poems and so it's it's a process that kind of changes from time to time and ever since I've got a lot of new high-tech equipment, uh, mm-hmm. I sometimes I'll start with beats. I'll start with like modular synthesizers, like Moogs. Yeah. They they tend to give you the weird thing about analog synthesizers is they give you like they give you a feeling or they give you a sound that every day they can sound different. And so if you mm-hmm. use your synthesizer as a as an inspiration, these are machines that don't have. Yeah, a yeah. I've I've
1: been doing that too. Also <laughs> yeah, because. Yeah. There are so yeah. many crazy sounds out there. So if you just pick a sound yeah. and you press the keyboard, it can also inspire you to something.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, the different machine, like if you have a yeah, Roland, yeah. The Roland 808 drum machine can inspire yeah, yeah, yeah. you, like a mm-hmm. Linn drum machine, or you, you use a profit 5, or, you know, I just got this new thing from Teenage Engineering. Uh, they're, they're a famous synth company. They have this synth called an OP-1. And they came out with this brand new little mini synth called OPZ. And it, okay. it basically is this little production studio that's the size of a TV remote. And, mm-hmm. and it lets you build, it's a sequencer and a synthesizer. And I've been building mm-hmm. tracks with this little tiny thing that you can just have in your bedroom. You can just have it on a plane, you put headphones on, and you can build that's whole great. songs. Mm-hmm. And it, it's very small. And it, it just allows you to just take all kinds of beats and then mix them together and chain them into songs and structure them and do all the mixing and then bring it into your DAW later and refine Mm -hmm. it. And, you know, the tools like that are very useful for musicians. You know, any kind of new, new kind of instrument allows the musician to do things. And so it's cool that I I like the fact that you're actually, you know, writing your own material, you're coming up with your own sounds. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah. So have you ever taken your work into a full production studio like outside your home studio
1: yeah of, yeah of course i've been doing that many times also uh, years back um but this is just one project pro- mm. uh, project i'm working on it's my own stuff it's always nice to to have the feeling and knowing you can do it yourself but i'm yeah. also working with others uh i just started a new a collaboration with a Danish producer and um, we're also doing the, the writing process together. Uh, his name is um, Per Lange okay.
2: and um,
1: so I'm working on that project and then I'm also uh, working back and forth with the DJ producer uh, Freddie Mux in uh, Los Angeles. Um, we also made one song together. It was where he was sending the beat to me and i was um, going to another studio to make the lyric and i sent it back to him and he mixed it so there's many ways to do this you can do it online also bought a beat online and send it out for mixing Uh, but what i like the most is working face to face with another human being
0: because i'm very
1: social and i'm not made for being at home (laughs) yeah (laughs)
2: Yeah, yeah. So well, I guess my goal for
1: there... the new year is to be Good. on either on stage or in a recording studio with other people. <laughs>
0: yeah, that kind of yeah. goes to the question: Have you played live, and where, or um, are you planning on playing live shows or festivals in 2019?
1: Yeah, that that is my plan for this year to to do more research where I can get my 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 feet on stage, like. Mm-hmm like uh, in Denmark, but also outside uh, the country. Uh, until now, I have been doing some uh, concerts uh, for mus- uh, at music events mm-hmm. uh, here in Copenhagen um, and also at some small pubs. Um, and that's also great, you know, just to...
0: Yeah, get the experience. Get
1: small uh, money here and there, yeah. and uh, but of course, my plan is to um, do bigger shows and also have other people on the show, like some dancers and so on. I had that before.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It just needs a, a lot more. Um, how you say?
2: Preparation. Yeah,
1: yeah, preparation and planning and. As yeah. you know, there's so much to do already for an indep- independent artist. Oh, yeah. But, but but I want to focus more on that. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. In 2018, I, I spent most of the year recording. And, you know, I'm a synthesizer player. So I was, you know, getting modes and getting, you know, Euro racks. And I was, I was just concentrating on getting gear and recording. And in 2017, I had played in New York City and Boston uh, in the US. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm the kind of musician, I actually have road cases, I have physical hardware scents that have to be set up like a like a rock band.
2: <laughs> okay. Um,
0: so the qu- question I always ask today, because the way things are today, not, not every musician actually has a road case and has to set up their stuff and do sound checks. So when you, when you do a show, are you using your computer with your MIDI keyboard or are you running off a DJ, you know, just giving a DJ a a sound file and, and plan? playing. How how do you perform?
1: It depends. I I always bring my computer and a backup plan if something's wrong with the computer. But else, I give uh, like a like my music. I send it before mm-hmm. I go there to the to the DJ. And then it's I have the singbacks. So um, so where I just sing to the to the singbacks or the. Yeah. Oh, you
0: say um like a sequence
1: the instru- yeah, yeah, yeah the instruments playing. Yeah. Yeah, so but, you're but you're somehow, playing to
0: like this yeah, sequencer on uh um, yeah, FPX like yeah, 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 yeah. or running off of like uh, Ableton Live. Like if yeah. you have a computer you can use Ableton Live and you could actually mute your vocal track and then sing with your exact song. Um yeah. but ways I always I always
1: yeah. sing live. Yeah. So far it's, it I sing live. Um and uh, and then I bring a piano there, if there's not already one, so That's I awesome. I play with the track as well, so it yeah. gets more live into it, like more living yeah. kind of style, Yeah. so, so I sometimes it's up front where I can move more and then I go back to the piano, sometimes if it's a more quiet place, I also have like a, a piano, just me and the piano playing, so it mm-hmm. also depends on the place where I'm going
0: yeah, if they have enough mm-hmm. room for you to be able to have an instrument. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool today because there's a lot of different options, you know. There's one yeah. thing, you know, I've been really into, I, I mean, I have my my synthesizers, which, you know, I have yeah. big racks of synthesizers. Um, but nowadays, they have, they brought back the keytar. I don't know if you remember, keytars are like keyboards that are set up like guitars. They ah, have yeah. to strap on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, like Roland has some brand new ones. So it gives you an option where you could actually have it strapped on, jump on stage and walk off stage where you don't have to have all the overhead. Yeah,
1: I should actually get one of those. I think it would, uh, yeah, I I would feel comfortable because you feel stuck somehow if you as a person who have a lot of energy just standing or sitting with the piano if you want to run around.
0: Yeah, well, the (laughs) guitar is a really good thing. I was actually talking to some people. Uh, It just allows you to have that interface with the audience that a guitar player has. And, mm-hmm. and the cool is like Roland just came out with like this thing called Roland Axe Edge, and they had they, Roland had had like the premier guitar, you know, back in the eighties in nineties they had one of the best guitars ever, and they actually really? just brought it back, and it's it's very powerful, uh, yeah, and it has thirteen hundred sounds built into it. It can yeah. it can run sound card, so you could actually put a sound card into it through a USB and actually run your song. It has a vocoder. So you, yeah, you know,
1: it can it can actually
0: you, do everything that a MIDI keyboard can do, right? Yeah, and it can yeah, yeah, yeah. To, yeah and it could hook to your MIDI, so you could have a computer you run your MIDI files through it. You could play a piano on it. You could set it on a stand and play both hands, and then put it back on, and, and yeah. it can actually do got guitars again. It, it, it as as like a keyboard player, it's good to connect with the audience. And sometimes they, if I'm sitting behind my big stack of Roland's and Moogs, nobody can really see me, and so the keytar. I've told a lot of electronic musicians that the guitar is a really good way to be like a guitar player and connect to your audience.
1: Yeah, so,
0: that's true. So. so I've always been a proponent of like if you're a musician and you can play, finding ways to actually bring instruments on stages is kind of what I'm a big proponent of. Though I understand today, you know, with the DJs and stuff, you don't actually have to have an instrument, but I feel an audience, if you're a musician, audiences like to connect to you playing live, you know? Yeah. And and if you can do it, and you actually have the chops to play, it's always good to show that you can play. And I think it gives that's you true. an edge as a musician if you show that you not that you don't just sing that you actually can play an instrument. I think that's really yeah. cool. Um, so you talked about collaborating with like dancers. Would you imagine actually having like a drummer or you know you know other you know guitar players or bass players like a full band or, or where you don't have the you wouldn't do it like that because you know, you don't have to do it like that anymore.
1: I don't I don't have to, but again, I'm really open minded and I'm I just I I go more with the flow like the I'm open minded what what feels right. And I you know, you don't need a, a full band, but still there's something real about real drums. Like yeah. if you have drums and you have something like like Mo is doing actually. Yeah. There's like free instruments, and if the sound is so huge because there's so mu- much electronic stuff into it as well.
0: Yeah, there's so, definitely. Yeah, I'm, I'm a yeah. big proponent of like modes. I mean, I'm a big mode guy. Um, so I
1: think like
0: um, yeah, playing playing with like, real musicians. Like I'm, I love jazz music. I'm inspired by you know bands like Sun Ra, Miles Davis, Coltrane. And if you, you're you into jazz, you know, the whole experience is the fact that, you know, jazz musicians kind of improvise mm-hmm. and, and they play like classical musicians. They're very, very talented, have a lot of capability. And, and you know, yeah. rock musicians can do that, too. But somehow, you know, in the last couple of years, some of the musicianship has kind of been lost on the fact that people can use the DAW. And that's mm-hmm. great. But then people have, like, lost sight of why like a person like jimmy hendrix was a big deal <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. or, or, or why yeah.
0: we why there's certain things about like real like a real musician that mm-hmm. we, that your computer can't replace like a hendrix you know <laughs> yeah yeah
2: that's true
0: <laughs> you know so if you if you have you know talent it's good to show that you can actually play so I, that's, that's me on my soapbox yeah. i'm i'm always i talk to all kinds of people i've talked to djs i understand electronic music I can mm. play it myself. I understand people using the, you know, the the, the platters and the, the Pioneer CDJs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I understand that's music and you can be very creative with it. So I'm not putting it down, but there is still a place for live musicians. Um, that's true. So what are your opinions on, um, like, the future of music and, uh, you know, different types of music? Because I know you're into this, like, electronic music, but it seems like you, you, you're, you could expand in other things. You're very open-minded.
1: I am and uh, i actually i'm not into like only electronic like when it's mixed, as I said like um and I also like rock and jazz like you say, and blues i mm-hmm. i all this kind of different genres and it i i feel the interesting part is when it comes together somehow yeah. also the i uh, I feel a lot for the reggae tone style.
0: Yeah, yeah, reggae. Yeah, because
1: (laughs) there's this life into it, this feeling.
0: Yeah, definitely. So,
1: yeah, so for sure, uh, I like to mix genres. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I
0: think that's where, you know, you hear music going forward, and you you get guys like Kendall get you get, you know, people who mix genres, and they take jazz, they take, you know, rock, Mm -hmm. and they mix it up. And that's where you see yeah. a, lot, a lot of the music that's the best music coming out nowadays is pulling from multiple genres. And um, I think that's really good. I think you can take like sampling, you can take DJ techniques and mix yeah. it with live music. And so mm-hmm. if, you, if you have sampled, you know, music combined with a real drummer, yeah. combined with like real sing- you know, singers on stage and guitar players, you can do very, you know, expansive music. And that's kind of what I'm into—is like taking sound and expanding it as much as you can. Yeah, uh, uh, I think that's the future of music is not just being in one lane; it's kind of like opening all the lanes and
2: that's doing true. whatever
0: you feel. As you know, as a musician, you're going to feel something at a certain time, and so you might be feeling reggae or maybe feeling ska, or you might feel pumped yeah. and you're going to do what you feel, and then it's going to be whatever that moment is. But I think you know, being open to pulling in different reference points is cool. That's true. So what what are your opinions on, like, streaming? Because I know streaming has allowed a lot of musicians to be on the scene that probably couldn't have been, you know, wouldn't have got picked up by labels. But then there's other parts of, like, the streaming services, you know, kind of like the new radio that allow a lot of musicians. Uh, do you have any feelings about the way, you know, these streaming services work for musicians?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, there's not just one side to it. I think it's great that a lot of new artists like myself, we can actually publish our own music like I've done on Spotify. This is really great. But still, I actually found out lately uh, that it don't give me much if I don't have what it takes to promote it, to, to really expand it. So... What I found out is that I actually start just uh, uploading my music to my website and share it on Instagram, where it is where my audience is, where my fans is, mm-hmm. and um, because I still believe that having a publishing deal is what I go for. If I keep showing that I can do everything myself why should other people interact like being in my team? Mm-hmm. I found out that um, because it's able to do so much yourself, it's really easy to hide <laughs> in your, yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. <laughs> so it, we, we start believing we can do everything by, by ourselves. But still, I think where it really takes off is where we corroborate with others. Like, like I said, being in a studio—if you have somebody help, at least being more people with the with the publishing—and you know, you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, I think I think the, yeah. the, there's a, there's a reason because why the record there's industry. So many, yeah,
1: there's so much competition, and yeah, of course we all want to get out with our music and tell our story and so on. And there's so much competition and so many great talents out there.
0: Yeah, it's hard. I yeah, it's, think, I think yeah. It's, yeah, I think the marketing is the part that, like, you're a musician, yeah. you're a creative person. The marketing mm-hmm. is the hard part. That's what the record companies actually traditionally are good at. Um, it is. And in the distribution, in the promotion, it's like, you yeah. can get on Spotify, but the key is you got to get on one of those playlist that has, That's like, true. That has like, like a million people or a hundred thousand yeah. people or 500,000 mm-hmm. people if you don't get on those playlists it doesn't really get you anywhere um, yeah. so like you said Instagram is where I've been very successful it's how, how I have this show is my yeah. Instagram audience you know mm-hmm. is where I get all these interviews and I've been able to get you know I got Kendra Erica to come on because she's a billboard top mm-hmm. 10 dance artist and, yeah. and i suddenly went from like 500 people listening to almost 5400
2: mm-hmm. um,
0: so it's been as a musician you know i i love music and i started to just become a podcaster as mm-hmm. my new as my way to kind of break in and then i'm able to talk to musicians all over the world and yeah so, so by talking to different musicians and in in, in in the last couple of years, I've actually been able to collaborate.
1: Ah, so yeah, well, with, with some of the musicians I, I, I talked to. <laughs> I understand totally what you mean. Now I was thinking you own I, I thought you were only talking about the like the music streaming and so on.
0: No, but there's all kinds yeah, of yeah, yeah. things that you can but, do. And yeah, know, but and, that's
1: awesome. Like like yeah, it really is. Like all my um, all my corporations and and as, Like you, you contacted me on Instagram. So it's great.
0: Yeah, I think Instagram is the best social network for musicians. Yeah, me too. I mean, Mm -hmm. I I love YouTube and I love Facebook, but there are so many musicians on Instagram. That's true. And Instagram is where there's a lot of, you know, really awesome new artists. Um, Yeah. And they've, you know, and what's cool is the community is very, um, you know, it's kind of vital. It's, It's actually very vibrant. And there's a lot of stuff going on. I've talked to multiple genres like punk, DJs, rock mm-hmm. bands, synth yeah. wave. You know, multiple genres. You know, um, from pop stars to like punk stars. You know, and rappers. Uh, yeah. And it's very wide open. It's not like like American radio, which is very segmented. You know, th- there's like there's so many different genres on Instagram. It isn't like a channel where it's only rock and roll. It's only country. Mm-hmm. It's like everybody, everybody. There. That's I mean, I interviewed a country western star from Nashville, like two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and then I interviewed some punk rockers from London, and then mm-hmm. I interviewed a band from Italy. <laughs> so yeah. so these are all Instagram artists. So Instagram yeah. really is like the new place to be as an yeah. indie musician, and um, you know that's why I try to do this show because it helps to promote you know, these indie artists that I find on Instagram. And what's cool is our podcast, we get published on Spotify. We get published yeah. on Apple. We we That's actually true. published on 10 different platforms. And mm-hmm. um, so now we're actually out there. We have corporate sponsors that we just started getting. And, um, you know, we're starting to make a name for ourselves. So when this podcast goes out later tonight, it's going to hit, um, you know, a lot of different platforms. We've got about... Uh, fifteen hundred listeners per month. Uh, about five thousand people on board right now listening. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it just it, we're hoping to hit ten thousand. Uh, it's mid year this year, so we're building our audience, and it's helping. You know, I'm a musician myself, so I'm, I'm trying to like talk to other people, but also build my own rep. And so that's what I'm. I kind of found this niche where I can, as a musician, talk to people because I'm a musician talk to other musicians
1: (laughs) yeah that's a great idea I I love the the concept really yeah
0: and so yeah what we like to do is like if you get close to your new album coming out or you have new releases we like to talk to people as they Mm do um, additional work so if you start going on tour and you want to promote your tour you can come back on the show if you've Mm -hmm. got a brand new record that you want to talk about and premiere You can come on the show and talk about it. So we like to stay Mm -hmm. in touch with the people we talk to. We've had a lot of guests come on two, three times to talk about their projects in the last two years. So Mm. we we hope um, that if you're into it, um, you would do that. And uh,
2: Yeah. yeah, Tell any other
0: artists that you know that need promotion that that we do this for free and we're out here available to these artists. So if you know artists in your area that you're you're, uh, working with, and they want mm-hmm. to go on a podcast and they feel comfortable. And not everybody mm-hmm. feels comfortable talking. <laughs> um, that what did
1: you say? Not, not, not everybody. Not, not
0: everybody. Not every musician actually feels free enough to actually. No, that's do it, true. Do an that's interview. true. I've actually run into yeah. some folks that they they just don't want to do it. They're good at being yeah, a musician, yeah. but they're not good at actually talking about their work. Um, yeah, but
1: it, it's good to uh, practice it, you know.
0: Yeah, it given some place. So even you yeah. don't
1: feel comfortable about it, I will say to everybody out there, like get in the game.
0: Yeah, well, it's kind of like <laughs> your promotion. You know, it's like it, maybe that yeah. you don't want to do it, but you know, it's part of promoting your your it brand. You, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to talk about your music and you yeah. know yeah, it really, really
2: important. I think
0: it's a good promotional tool. You you can send these links out. I'll send you the links, and you can yeah. put them on your website. We have in-bed yeah. links, and uh, we just mm-hmm. provide them. And uh, we just like to get people to know about musicians that they don't know about. So we're going to put the links to your Spotify yeah. and your web page mm-hmm. so people will be able to hear your music. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, like we said, this will go out later tonight. And so is there anything you'd like to tell your fans that maybe they don't know uh, that you would have a chance to tell
1: them? Um, I want to say I love you if you don't know it. <laughs> um... And I'm looking forward to meeting you on stage really soon. And, um, yeah, I'm just really excited for this new year. And um, what I want to say to my fans is that whatever you want, whatever you believe in, just go for it.
0: that's a good sentiment i I agree with that that's 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 just
1: don't look back just and if you don't know the way just try to go in one direction if it don't feels great you just go the other way yeah yeah
2: so that was a
1: little advice for my fans and what most of my songs is about my new songs as well
0: okay well that's Mm -hmm. we have uh, Jen eagle and we were talking to her She's mm-hmm. a Danish electro pop singer we're gonna pull all her links up on the podcast okay. and we enjoy talking to you tonight and um yeah have a great new year and hopefully you know we're we're planning on 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 doing a lot of um shows this year so you never know we're trying to get to the Europe you know you may ne- come to the states you never know if we'll be on the same stage ever but um yeah yeah. It's cool uh, we love talking to musicians from around the world so thank you for being on the show and we'll get this out to you tonight.
1: Thank you very
0: much. Okay, have a great It was time.
1: nice to talk to you. Thank you. I appreciate
0: it. No problem. Talk to you later.
1: Yeah, hi.
0: This is Fam Electric Ghost, and our supporter, CIN POWs, is having a promotional contest where you can win $500. You just have to call them at 786-562-7601. If you call them at 786-562-7601. You can also email CINPALS at cinpalsinfo at gmail.com, cinpalsinfo at gmail.com. Their website is www.cinpals.com. Again, CINPALS, a new type of social network, is having a promotional contest, and you can win $500. Check out CINPALS at www.cinpals.com. Or call them at 786-562-7601. That's 786-562-7601. Email again is cimpalsinfo at gmail.com. CIMPOWSINFO at gmail.com. Thank you.